Welcome to the Brain Health Journey podcast with Brittany and Tish, where we talk about all things ADHD and other brain health related topics. And today we are going to be talking about the holiday stress with ADHD or I guess other neurodivergent minds in general, because this time of year can be very, very stressful. And even for people that absolutely love this time of year, I mean, you can love or hate this time of year and it just, no matter what, it seems to bring along some added layers of stress for whatever reason. And so we thought we would talk about that a little bit today. And Tish, I don't know if you want to start with, um, is there anything in particular that kind of stresses you out a little bit around this time of year? Yeah, no. And I'm so happy as always to talk about this topic with you because, you know, we do hear this from so many people who have ADHD and like you said, other neurodivergent minds. And so um, some of the main things that I struggle with, with the holidays and having ADHD is that I'm forgetful and I don't mean to be forgetful. I just, I'm forgetful. I'm forgetful with who to buy presents for. I'm forgetful with events that are coming up. You know, I'm forgetful with just basic things. And so that's a layer of it. And I don't want to come across to family members or loved ones that I don't care about them right? because I'm forgetful. And I'm not trying to use that quote unquote as an excuse, but it's a real thing for, for me when it comes to holidays and all the hustle and bustle of, of the holiday um, time. Another thing is I am a master procrastinator. I will think that I will have all the time in the world to buy presents and do all of the things and will wait till the last minute to buy stuff. In fact, the matter, I have not bought stocking stuffers um, for anyone yet. And we are just a few days before Christmas. So, um, so definitely a procrastinator and procrastination kind of adds that layer of stress to um, all of the other things um, that add stress. Also for me, sensory overload. I struggle on the daily with sensory overload, but then you add, um, you know, the lights from the Christmas tree and the Christmas lights and, you Mm -hmm. know, the extra noises when you're walking into a store with ringing bells and Christmas music and all of, all of the things um, that can definitely cause me to want to just crash (laughs) at the end of the day, or if I'm shopping, um, it, it definitely takes a toll on me. And so that's another thing. And in general, just poor time perception. And that kind of goes along with the procrastination and the forgetfulness is Mm -hmm. I think I have all the time in the world and now we're up to the holiday and I still don't have a lot of the stuff done Then I need to get done. So yeah. Right. Yeah. It can be, it can be stressful. So how about you? Well, the procrastination is, um, a big one for me and thank goodness. Um, you know, the past couple of years with Doug, I've finally just let him help. Whereas before it was like, Oh, I I can do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. And then it ends up being like all a last minute thing. And so these past few years, he's like, you know, let's just do this now. It's a few weeks before or a month before let's just at least get started. Or why don't I just go do this and get a few gifts and I finally just kind of let that go. Like, you know what? Okay. You, yes, absolutely. Just go ahead. Just at least go ahead and get started. And I know not everyone has that, but 
I think for me, I just, I felt like I needed to do everything on my own. And so where in the past I would say, oh, I got it. I got it. And then it would be a last minute thing and felt like everything was crashing down. <laughs> I remember one year, Tish, we, um, it was Christmas Eve, I think at 1130 at night. And we were getting like all the gifts to wrap up and I, there was no tape. I forgot. Oh, no. to so I had to call our neighbor who was, they were up wrapping gifts too. And she starts laughing hysterically. She's like, Brittany, you would do this because she was opposite. She's like the OCD type. Right. So right. I'm calling her late the night before, like kids are supposed to open up gifts and she is just dying laughing. I'm like, I know, I know. I'm sorry, everyone. I don't want to be like this. That's I what know. I said. I don't want to be like this. I know. And that's the thing is I often say that too is, or why am I like this? And I know exactly why I'm like it, but I don't want to be like this. And I don't, I don't want to run it for anyone else either. Like I don't want to run anyone's holiday or opening gifts or, and so I put a mask on, even though I'm kind of struggling on the inside again with sensory overload and that kind of worry of, oh my gosh, did I forget something? You know, was I supposed to bring something? Did I forget somebody's gift and the whole thing? And so you put that mask on. And so honestly, by the end of the holiday, from masking, the sensory overload, just the stress in general, I it takes me a few days to really get back on my feet yeah. from it because it really does add so much stress. And I again, I hear it from so, so many people who have ADHD. So yeah, it's, it's definitely, uh, there's something to it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Something that I notice a lot of people talking about, thankfully, thankfully, I don't really go through this with my family, but what I hear often is that, you know, they'll go to their family gatherings and it's, it seems to always be this thing where people are bringing up things in the past, or then you start debating about differences in opinions or politics, or it becomes this, I don't know, like people just start arguing and fighting yeah. and it becomes so stressful. And thankfully with my family, it's almost kind of a, it's somewhat of an unspoken rule, I think like, okay, we, we have some differences, but we're mm -hmm. not going to talk about it right now. This is not the place to talk about yeah. it. But I'm sure that is hard for people where they're thinking, okay, like I, I want, I want to go to this family gathering. I want to see my family, but I almost know what is going to happen and yeah. feel bad for people that experience that because that has to be, that has to be extremely stressful in itself. For sure. Yeah. And that's kind of leads into the emotional dysregulation piece of having ADHD too, is that you know, if, if you do go to a gathering and the topics that are uncomfortable, you know, start to get brought up, it's can be a little difficult sometimes to regulate those emotions, especially if you're sleep deprived, you already have the extra layer of stress and which can make emotional, you know, your emotions a little bit more, you know, heightened. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, I mean, the whole thing can, can kind of just snowball, honestly. So, yeah. And even if there's someone in the family that kind of, what do you want to call it? Maybe they make a comment, a passive aggressive comment that's like, it's meant to sting you just a little bit and yeah. enough to like really hurt your feelings. And 
the emotional dysregulation piece that you're mentioning, there's a lot of reasons as to why we can walk away just feeling, I don't know, like deflated and right. Yeah. And there's a, like, there's a layer of, you know, rejection sensitive dysphoria on that too, because you don't want to, you know, feel rejected by family members that you may not, or loved ones that you may not have the same beliefs or thoughts you know, you don't want to rock the boat too much, or at least I don't like rocking the boat too much. Um, but there's just, it's kind of a, it's a domino effect with things, but you know, I, I honestly think that, um, every year I learn something new because I'm trying to put things into my ADHD toolkit that I can pull out whenever I'm, I'm struggling with whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when it comes to forgetfulness, what I'm trying to do is make sure that I'm putting everything on one calendar. So my yeah. main like online calendar of e events or a family function, um, if I'm supposed to buy a, a gift for someone, I'll put that on there. And that, you know, it, it does help a little bit with that forgetfulness of, you know, not, not just not showing up to something or coming empty handed because you forgot to bring a gift. And so that's one thing that has helped, um, with, with my forgetfulness when it comes to the sensory overload, especially if I'm going to be out and about, and I know there's going to be, you know, bells ringing and all the lights and all the stuff. I really do, um, use earplugs. It mm -hmm. helps so much to help drown out that noise. And I'll also make sure that whenever I get home, that I make enough time for myself or schedule enough time for myself um, from going out Christmas shopping or, um, a Christmas party or holiday party. I give myself enough time to just be, be quiet, you know, just be still and let my brain rest and relax. And just so I don't end up in a really, um, you know, in burnout. And it's sometimes hard to get yourself out of that burnout state. So just schedule time with yourself to make sure that you're taking care of your, your mind and your body. So you can, you know, attend all of the holiday things. So, yeah. Exactly. I think even just for a little bit at the end of the night, yeah. just whatever you got to do, if you want to sit and watch Netflix or listen to a podcast or talk to a friend real quick, whatever you need to do to just kind of de-stress a little bit, make sure you are having that time for yourself. And I know that's really hard for us to do when everything feels like it's happening at once and we have to tend to all these things. And so it's hard to even think of ourselves, but I think it is really important to take that, just that little bit of time yeah, for yourself, whatever you need to do. And I think even setting some boundaries, whatever those boundaries may be, like I said, I don't really have to, I've never really had to worry about that with my family, but there's a lot of people where it's, it's a whole thick layer stress in itself when they they almost know something is going to be said or something is going to be someone's going to say something to them or a fight is going to start and that has to be I don't know that has to be an awful feeling and so setting boundaries whatever those boundaries may be ahead of time I think would be helpful leading up to the actual gathering or Christmas party or other holiday party whatever it may be and so just little things like that, kind of setting it before. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that was that I'm glad you brought that up because that's one thing too, that I think is important, not with just, you know, setting the boundaries ahead of time of, you know, let's not talk about politics. Let's not talk about, you know, um, our beliefs or, you know, so forth. So I think it's important to just set boundaries and you know, your body, your, you know, your mind. And, um, I think that telling people, no, don't overstretch yourself um, with holiday parties and all of the things that happen around the holidays. Tell people, no, if you don't want to go to me, I I don't want to force myself to do something. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think setting those healthy boundaries ahead of time, um, and you don't have to explain yourself to anyone either honestly. And I know that's hard for some people. Um, it's still a little difficult for me sometimes because I don't want to hurt people's feelings. I I want to, I, I want to be um, involved in things. I don't want to seem like I'm trying to kind of isolate myself from other people, but there comes a, comes a time where you have to weigh the the pros and the cons of if I stretch myself to go to this one more thing, is it going to make me have burnout that yep. way and and that's going to lead to next week when I have to go back to work I'm not going to be on my a game so is it really worth me going to this hour function and end up probably in a in a burnout state or you know just anxious and the things that a lot of us you know experience so I'm glad that you mentioned health the, the boundary setting for sure yeah and I've noticed um I don't know about you but I've noticed that these past few years, it seems that more of us are realizing that we have overextended ourselves and we're doing all these things that we don't necessarily have to do. And we're pulling back a little bit. I've even heard a lot of parents say, you know what? I'm just so tired of buying gifts to buy gifts, right? What my kid wants, like these few gifts, and that's what we're going to do. And that is it. I'm tired of trying to make it bigger than what it needs to be. And I've just heard little things these past few years where it seems like we're just kind of taking it back a bit. Like, okay, Okay. maybe we're just pushing ourselves when we don't have to. And we've been doing it this whole time. And maybe we need to pull back a little bit. Yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, a hundred percent agree with that. I think that a lot of us um, have and do overextend ourselves, And and like you, I've seen a lot of people really start to kind of take a step back and weigh, you know, the, again, the pros and cons of, do I really need to attend this or do I really need to be involved with X, Y, and Z? And so, um, and I think it's important to do that. Again, you know, your body, your mind, your spirit, your physical body better than anyone. And I think being able to identify, you know, what those stressors are and what those triggers are that kind of set you off into a spiral or maybe set you off to the deep end right. of, of your, you know, emotions. That's that right there in itself is it's great that a person can be able to, to do that is to identify, take the step back and again, set those boundaries and let someone know, Hey, I can come to this party, but I can only stay for an hour or you know, just kind of set the expectations up front. Um, so there's no making you feel guilty for leaving a little early or cause that there, that's another layer is that sometimes we feel a little guilty or I do, I don't want to do the blanket statements, but sometimes I do feel a little guilty if I show up to somewhere and everyone's having a great time and 
I'm, it's not that I'm not having a good time, but I'm starting to experience, you know, the sensory overload, the, all the emotions, the stress. So I have to, I have to leave. And mm-hmm. you hear that, oh, why are you going early? Like, why do you have to leave? And that makes you, makes me feel a little guilty for having to do it. So just set the expectations right up front. I remember my aunt, I don't know, like five years ago. And sometimes she still has to remind me of this. She will say, Brittany, you don't have to give anyone an explanation. So just an example of what you said, I can only stay for an hour. You don't need to explain yourself. You don't need to say what you're doing. You don't need to, what is going on afterward. All you have to say is I can be here for an hour and then I, and then I'll have to go. And when you have to go, you know, thank you so much for inviting me. This was such a nice time. And but you don't need to explain yourself, which, and I think a lot of us feel like we need to, we have right. to, explain. Well, I have to, because of all of these other things. And then that other person might say, might come back. Oh, well, maybe I can help you with this or that so that you can stay here. Or why don't you just wait to do this? Right. That way you can stay longer. It almost gives, sometimes it gives the other person an excuse to like come back with, I think is what yeah. my aunt like you don't have to give anyone an explanation no not at all and again you know the older I get the the easier this is this is getting for me to do is not having to explain myself if I can't do something uh, no is no mm-hmm. um, and so I think it's you know it is important to be able to just say no I, do, I can't do it or you know thank you so much for offering the help but you don't have to give them an explanation of of anything and again you don't have to be rude and you don't, you don't have, you know, I worry about coming across as being rude. You don't have to be rude about it. Just let them know. Hey, at least you showed up. Right. <laughs> Even though it's an hour. So Here you go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, um, so let me ask you this, because this is another thing. And I think I might've mentioned this just really briefly earlier is that I know for me, another struggle that I have is I, I don't like major changes to my routine and my schedule. Um, I put a mask on and I will fake it till I make it just because I don't want to be perceived as not, you know, being flexible or adaptable to, you know, mm-hmm. to life. So do you have problems with changes in your routine? And I know this time of year, there's a lot of changes in people's routine just because of all the holiday gatherings and things that are going on. But do you, do you have struggle with that? I do. And I think because it just feels like there's a lot going on at once. Mm -hmm. So it feels challenging to, I don't know, to kind of spread it out in any way or to kind of even stop for a moment. It just feels like I'm going from one thing to another. Yeah. And it's hard to be able to, I don't know. It's just really hard to be able to slow down this time of get really stressful for me because of that in itself. Right. Yeah. Because your like normal routine is it's, it's getting messed up. And I, I know that sounds negative, but it is, I mean, you have all these extra things to, to do and it can, that, uh, that alone to me can cause um, some extra stress. So, um, yeah. but those are the main ones, honestly, that I find challenging. And it sounds like we have a lot of the same, um, you know, struggles around this time of year. Um, I think one of the things to to think about and to remember is just to try to be patient with yourself during this time of year. Be kind to yourself. 
you know yourself better than anyone. I've said that a couple of times, but it's true. And I think, you know, being able to identify how you're feeling, processing those emotions, because all of your feelings are valid, anger, you know, happiness, excitement, they're all valid feelings, really process how you're feeling in the moment. And also kind of think about and maybe jot down some things that are triggering um, Mm -hmm. these feelings of stress or burnout or, you know, just unhappiness. Sometimes people are just so burned out, they, they get a little unhappy. And so I think being able to identify in the moment, what triggered those feelings can really help you prepare and for the next holiday gathering or party or, you know, all the things that are happening this time of year. So I agree. I think giving yourself some grace and being patient with yourself and when it's all over, take a day to just not do anything or whatever you want to do. Yeah. Maybe you want to go out. Maybe you, maybe that's something you want to do. And then yeah. maybe for someone else that is like, I want absolutely nothing to do with the outside world. I just want to sit in my home all day and watch TV or drink coffee, whatever it may be. Yeah. Day. Like when it's all over, just take a day for yourself. Right. And I think that is so important. And one other thing I want to make sure is um, that I say is that not everyone that has ADHD or um, a neurodivergent mind feels this way. And so, but there are a lot of us that do feel this way. So I don't want it to come across that, you know, everyone has, you know, this feeling of the holidays with forgetfulness and sensory overload and procrastination and all of the things some people don't experience this. And so that doesn't mean that you do or don't have ADHD. So I just want to make sure I mentioned that too. So that's a good point. And I appreciate you mentioning that. Um, I'm trying to be more mindful about mentioning that more and more, you know, you may be experiencing some of this, but that doesn't mean that you have ADHD and then you may have ADHD, but you don't experience these things. So right, right. Not make blanket statements as we always say, we always say. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, this has been a, a great conversation with you. I think it's an important topic, especially now that the holiday season is here. And so hopefully some of the tips and some of the things that we talked about, will be able to help some of um, our listeners. So um, as always, Brittany, thank you so much for everything that you do. Love having these conversations with you. Um, And so just, I appreciate you so much. Yes, Tish, as always, I appreciate you and our conversations and discussions. As you already said, I think this is a very important topic. And like I said, I just encourage all of us to, when it's over, just take a day to decompress and yeah. And then we'll, See you in the next episode. Yeah. Till the next episode. 